You know, many of us, we keep hearing about Jannah, right? We're all supposed to want to go to Jannah, Jannah Ferdaus. We want to go to this place where it's going to be better, better than this place. But have you ever wondered, what does that place actually look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? What is like, what am I going to be doing there? What's my spouse? Who's my spouse going to be? Yeah. And like, what about where I live? What's day-to-day life going to be like there? You know, what am I going to be doing? What am I going to be experiencing? Like, why should I give up everything here? Because this place can make you have FOMO, right? It can make you feel like, it sounds like, no, you're missing out on this. You're missing out on that. And you're giving it all up for this place that I don't even know that much about. Well, not anymore. Today's the first day of our series, part one of A Window into Jenna, where we're literally going to give you the description of how it's all going to go down and excited that inshallah and that you can get excited about doing more ibadah, getting closer to Allah because you're striving for this place that you feel so familiar with. Let's go. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you three times a week in Ramadan to make sure that you guys have the constant push, motivation, support, something to look forward to. Thank you so much for joining us back in the podcast. All the new and the um, longtime sisters, I know so many of you guys by name, by first name, I've talked to you um, on many calls a lot of times, and I feel so close to you guys. Excited to have another podcast. And today we're starting a series that I'm really excited about, which is a window into Jannah. It's a three-part series where I'm going to go into exactly what it's like inside of Jannah so you know. Because I think if we're all striving for this thing, wouldn't it be good to understand it so you could fall in love with it, so you could want it more, so you could find it easier to give up the things that you find it a little bit hard to get rid of or stop doing because there's this bigger, more beautiful thing waiting for us. Alhamdulillah. And if you don't already even know me, my name is Mindful Masama. I'm a mom of five, big sister to the community, licensed educator of 20 plus years, probably going on 25 now. And um, I've been doing this for a long time. A lot of sisters feel like they don't have anybody to talk to. I'm kind of like the big khala, the big auntie. And you can talk to me about whatever your, your issues are. We have a ton of free 15 minute calls. Yes, they get booked up really quickly, but they're always there. They're always there waiting for you to help you out. We have bigger ones for 45 minutes. If you're struggling in your marriage, I know a lot of you guys are reaching out to me lately. You can talk to me. You can get nasiha. And inshallah, bismillah ta'ala, we talk about so many things. Somebody, a lot of women actually asked me the other day, this is what I'm just mentioning really quick. What can they call me about? What can they talk to me about? Women who are having um, life balance issues, can't get your schedule together, you're struggling with your kids, you're struggling um, with a decision you have to make, um, you're not able to find a spouse, you're struggling with an emotional issue. You know, like we're not talking therapy here, we're talking counsel and in the Siha. So it's it's a little different. So it's it's like a it's like a it's like a good girlfriend type advice, but with Islamic uh, boundaries. So we, we, we can definitely, definitely get together. If there's something you want to talk about, cannot wait to connect with you. I'll put links in the description below so you can make sure you reach out to me, reach out to me on Instagram and keep sharing the podcast. I will give a shout out at the end of this podcast. Listen up for your name because in the next couple of podcasts, I'm going to be shouting out sisters who are doing good and sharing, um, these episodes with other sisters. So 
can't wait to uh, to connect with you guys more. All right, so today is the first day of our um, a window into Jenna series, and so I'm gonna start um, with a little description. Actually, you know what? I'll save that one for the second one. I was gonna go into um, a saying of, of uh, Imam Ibn Al Qayyim, uh, rahimahullah. But we're going to do that one in the second one. I'm going to go straight into what I know you guys want to know a little bit more about, um, inshallah, bismillah. And it is about, like, how is it all going to happen when you walk into Jannah? And today what we're going to do is I want you to imagine we're going to put a video cam on top of your head. I hate to say it. And, like, literally walk you through. Like, your eyes can, like, I'm going to open the gates. I'm going to like walk you in, tell you the first thing you're going to see, the first thing you're going to smell. Like it's going to be a literal description as if we're walking you through with a video cam and you can see everything. And this is the beautiful experience that I want you to know is waiting for you, for those who are the best of believers, who have qalb salim, have a pure heart. And this is not impossible for you. You don't have to be a perfect person. You just have to be a person who is mindful, who is constantly being aware of their faults, saying sorry to Allah, making tawbah, correcting them, and trying better, sincerely with all their heart, and to put Allah first in their life. This is what you need. You don't need perfection. There is no person who's not going to make mistakes. So don't wait for that time of your life to get better. This is all waiting for you. And you're going to hear the description of it today. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, used to say that when, when we get to Jannah, we will know our residence in Jannah more better, like better than we know our own address in this dunya. It will feel like we're coming home. SubhanAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow all of us to come home to Jannah, amin ya rabbal alameen, to return back to the place where we belong with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, amin ya rabbal alameen. So I want you to imagine you're at the gates of Jannah, these big, big gates, and they're open for you. And you're walking in, right in. Like I said, you're going to know exactly where to go. It is described to us that your heart will just know. Now, as you walk through those gates, right through, you're going to see all types of good things and just be so impressed that your heart will continue to guide you. Just the smells and the sounds of beautiful laughter. And, and um, they say the soil is like musk. And subhanAllah, you're going to be walking through everything. And you are going to be looking at the rocks. They're like pearls and jewels. You're going to be looking around at all the trees and it does, they don't contain, uh, there's not a single tree except that the trunk is made of gold and silver. And you're looking around as you're walking on this, this, this pathway to your house. And, and subhanAllah, all the buildings are made with bricks of gold and silver. And you're going to keep walking, keep walking till you get to your home. And you're going to see a huge mansion, inshallah, bismillah, that is in front of you. It is marvelously constructed. 
The bricks are made from the most beautiful gold and silver you've ever seen. I don't want you to imagine gold like at the jewelry store. I don't want you to imagine silver like you have in your utensils at home. We're talking materials that are not from this earth. It could be like almost a translucent-ish. Like it's, this is the beautiful thing about Jannah. There are things very familiar to you in the dunya, but at an elevated scale. And so when I when you when you hear the word gold, it's not like that gold. It's more spectacular. The silver, more spectacular. The silk, more spectacular. Like whatever it is, it's more spectacular. Okay. So Subhanallah. And the cool thing that I learned, which I found so interesting, is that there is like no gravity to um, restrict architecture and gender. And I want you to wrap your head around that one for a second. We have a particular way that we think buildings should look, right? As soon as I said, oh, you're going to walk through, you're going to see buildings with gold and silver. What are you imagining? Probably these like long, tall, rectangular buildings. But is that right? Because we don't have gravity. This building can be curved in all directions. There can be these crazy architectural abilities because there is no gravity stopping the creativity with such structures. Can you imagine, right? So I want you to think a bit more creative in your mind. We're so boxed in, right? Subhanallah. So when you have this mansion that you've never seen and it's simply huge, this architecture that it has is breathtaking, and it's in a shape you've never seen before. Because, like I said, there are no restrictions. SubhanAllah. So you step a little closer to your palace. And then you see something that freezes you in your tracks. And all of a sudden, your jaw drops and you just, you can't move. You almost stop breathing at the sight that you've just seen in front of you. It is your spouse. In Jannah. But before we get to that, let's just talk a little bit more about your palace. We'll get right back to him. No worries. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that is for those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that lofty mansions, one above the other, that have been built. So again, there's all this structure and there are levels to Jannah, ladies. So as you look up, it's not just the sky. We have levels of things above you so all this amazing opportunity we'll talk about the levels as we get further into the series but i want you to know like it, you're not thinking of the regular buildings you're not thinking of the regular sky we're talking about this amazing different place and there are a lot of descriptions in the quran of the layout of the layers above layers and as we said, there are no limitations. So not everything is done horizontally or built a certain way on the ground, on the crust of the earth. Things are going in all directions. And only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows if it's even limited to three dimensions. Maybe it's more dimensions. Allahu alam. But he definitely said mansions above mansions. Beneath them are flowing rivers. So not just next to them, but under them but visible to the naked eye so we can imagine just how impressive this setup is. So your house might not be on the ground like we see with the grass and the trees and the bushes. Like, think bigger, sisters. 
Think of this beautiful flowing river. Could it be made of honey? Could it be made of milk? Could it be made of the most beautiful, refreshing, crystal clear water? Like what is it? Everything that we have in dunya that is good, there is something that resembles it in Jannah, but it is better. Its quality, its composition is far more superior and enjoyable. And you know, the fire in dunya is only 170th of the fire that you would find elsewhere. So I want you to imagine the the things in Jannah are magnified in a similar fashion. So the water and the milk, they're having these names, but they don't taste like that. They taste maybe 70, 100 times, 1,000 times better, the quality of all these things. The quality and quantity is not the same in Jannah. For example, I want you to imagine an orange. If I say there's going to be fruits in Jannah, we can imagine what an orange tastes and looks like. But the uh, the level, like have you ever had an orange, like I was just telling my husband, it's Ramadan, when we break fast in Ramadan, the fruits in the summer are not like the fruits in the spring or the winter. It's just this beautiful, sweet um, flavor when you have it in the summer. And I want you to imagine the most peak of ripeness and the earth that you could have a like your favorite fruit what is it is it strawberries it's cherries i'm not going to talk too much about food because i know you're fasting maybe so imagine in jenna it's just it just blows your mind you're just like what is this what was i eating in dunya that i was craving when i was fasting it's nothing like this in jenna subhanallah and the, the quran describes all of these beautiful things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises, like I said, huge pavilions, beautiful mansions. And we know the story of Khadija that Jibreel went to the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he said, your wife is coming now to deliver you food and tell her that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised her Jannah. Could you imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes to you personally to promise you Jannah? And that one pearl that is hollow in the inside, there's no noise there and there's no fatigue. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to her and what was his comment? He's promised you Jannah and he promised you this pearl, this beautiful place that you will live. And there's there's no noise there like that, like, like that you will dislike. And there's no fatigue. He knew she was tired. He knew she was being um, bombarded by noise, right? It could have been could have been the the people, the talking, the chatter, the difficulty, the stress of the society and the you know, she's married to the Prophet and this is a really difficult time and it's a challenging time in Makkah. So Allah knew she wanted a break, right? He's saying, Don't worry, your break is coming. It's gonna be the best place you've ever imagined. I'm personally letting you know you've already gotten it. And so look back we're going to go back to your spouse now for a second. We're not even in your house. So when we get in your house, it's going to be a whole nother level. But um, right now, I just want you to put in your mind that you got from this part, right? Is that the structural design of buildings is not what you thought. The materials of those buildings, the gold and the silver, not like the level here. It could be just, it could be Allahu Alam, right? Translucent. It could be just, it could be soft to the touch. It could be hard to the touch. We don't know. But we know it is not, they had the similar names, but it is not similar in that sense. And we know that, like I told you, rocks are made out of pearls, like all around you. The, the, when you look up in the sky, it is just levels upon levels upon levels. There is no 
Uh, things can suspend, Allahu Alam. You know what I mean? Like, and then under these homes, there's these gushing, flowing rivers. So that we're talking about a majestic place, an absolutely breathtaking, jaw-dropping place. We talk about like HGTV, HGTV or house hunters or like whatever you're looking here, people are looking for apartments, like when, and, and people are struggling and saving every penny just to, to get this better place to live. And that, like, when you go see these places, you're going to be like, what was I doing over there <laughs> on the earth? Not feel like, like I'm wanting this and wanting that when there's all of this and I gave it up, subhanAllah, you know? So let's do the important thing I know you're interested in, which is getting to your spouse in Jannah. So you are joined with your spouse in your home, right? So you see him and you walk up to him and you guys embrace and you go into your home together, which will now be this place where you enjoy and you are not there working hard, sister, serving people. Oh no, we're going to talk to you about this beautiful experience in your home with your husband and you guys just love each other and all you have to do is spend time with one another. And so you're joined with your spouse in your home and you're served by the servants in your home. And we're not talking about like servants where people are oppressed. No, no, no. I'll explain that in a second. It's a different type of a servant. Again, open our mind, ladies, not not the things the similar to the earth. But when you guys go to sit down on this beautiful couches in your home and you're going to be served with cups of gold. But like we said, gold like you've never seen before. So you're holding these gold cups, but they're just like, you're like, what is this material? It's so amazing. It is so impressive. And you're drinking that you can't stop staring at the designs of everything in your home. Just every detail just so magnificent and so uh, made of materials and things. It's not like wood and glass. It's like things you've never seen before. Your eyes, it's like you're a baby. You ever see when babies are put into like environments because they've never seen before and they're, they're all looking everywhere. I want you to imagine you looking everywhere, amazed. Now, as I continue to describe your reaction to Jenna, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that baby that has that reaction. It's Everything seems beautiful, exciting, new, like they've never seen it before. This is your experience there. You're not walking like, oh yeah, there's a building. Oh, there's a rock. Everything is subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, la ilaha. What is this? What, what, wait, that was good, but there's something even better over there. What is that? You're just in awe, like drooling. I just want us to imagine imagine that that perspective, okay? So now... On the next day with your spouse, you're not going to be given the same types of cups. You're going to get a totally new set. And it's not um, wasteful or extravagant. This is Jannah, ladies. And this is, this is the place you've worked hard for. These are the things. Like, like people are always going on Amazon, buying stuff, going to their favorite home goods store. No. This is like I wake up every day and I have a new set of beautiful designer everything because I deserve it. Because Allah said I have earned it. I've prayed my prayers. I have made my dua. I've made my tawbah. And Allah is like, rest. Rest, sis. Take a rest. Well, we all need a bit of a break. Allah's like, I'm going to make this. It's not just a physical type experience. It is a mental experience. It is an emotionally satisfying 
experience that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us. And the Quran describes this unique type of silver that you're given when you're given your, your spoons and your forks and things. It's one that, again, maybe see through Allahu Alam. And so it is crystal clear, transparent silver, like whatever it is, it's very, very beautiful. Now, one of your servants sees your amazement and, and says, let me take you to something that is even more impressive. Right? even more impressive. And when I say servants, we're talking about very young, smiling, angelic figures. They're not um, like, like, like very like, like, um, like, like young and beautiful. And I'll explain a little bit more in, in, a, in a sense, but they're just here at your every whim to just take you. But they're like, you're impressed with that. Psh, that's nothing. Let me take you to something even more beautiful on your property right? So they grab you and they take you both, you and your spouse, to the most beautiful gardens that you have outside your home. And everything there is made of something more beautiful than something else. You have your mansion, it's made out of gold and silver, right? In the home, as you're walking through to get to the garden that you can see through the, the windows that aren't quite made of glass, they're made of something else, you're not sure what it is. You're walking through your home and Everything is just beautifully detailed from the tiles on the floor to the things hanging on the, the walls and the cups and the furniture. And again, Allahu Alam, how the walls are because we have no gravity, right? And you get to the garden and there's things in the garden even made of silver and gold. And so all of it is just breathtaking. Now, you may be thinking, um, you know, wasn't gold haram? like certain parts of gold for my husband or things like in Jannah, it's different, but the servant will tell you both everything there is halal for you. Everything that might've been impermissible on earth that it was technically not haram, you know, like, like a gold or a silk or a silver, like these things will be permitted there and it will be okay to use them and drink from them. Even though maybe in, in or the earth now there's certain restrictions, it's, it's a different type material. It's not the, the earthly material and certain things, the restrictions will be different. And so the prophet, peace be upon him, he describes that just this psychological, the spiritual, this physical happiness that he, he tells us of tranquility, peace, and everything you've ever sought, you will have. Now, a lot of people think about, well, will our spouse be the same in paradise, like the one I have now? Or maybe I was divorced, or maybe I'm not married yet. And so this is something really important to touch on. So we're going to go into just a little bit of an explanation here. But what's really important to, to know is that no one is single in paradise. And this is from a hadith, a Sahih Muslim. Um, Adam, peace be upon him, was given Hawa, Eve, right? And everyone that enters paradise will be a, a given a spouse. And who that spouse is depends, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, but enter you and your spouse into paradise. Now, first and foremost, those that were married will enter together. The scholars say that the first relationship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created in the world was Adam and Eve, for between human beings, even the parent and child relationship came later, just the husband and the wife. And Ibn Kathir, he goes through these possibilities of what would happen in Jannah for people. He says, uh, for example, if you loved someone in, Jen in uh, dunya, dunya, you love someone here on the earth, and you were unable to be with them. You had this deep love for them, but like in a halal way, you're just away from them and you, you just wanted to be with them and you were not able to be with them. Then for some reason, you'll be able to be married to that person in Jannah. Or 
It could just be a heavenly spouse. You know, we have this possibility that you could have a spouse gifted to you that is made of Jannah, you know? So it was someone who wasn't from this world. They're just mind-blowing beyond your belief and exactly what you wanted, but like a million times more. When you get to Jannah, they're there waiting for you. And sisters ask all the time about the, like the hula'in, like the spouses or the men, and what about the women? And there's no <laughs> no such thing as impermissible in paradise. Um, a person can have what they want, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses that which is common and which is known. So really there are no restrictions in Jannah. It's not like the same rules of dunya. So we have to, it's again, one of those things we have boxed ourselves into. But the point is that the Prophet peace be upon him says that there is no person that's single in Jannah, just like Adam peace be upon him was not left single in Jannah. So let's say you enter into Jannah with your spouse, like the one you have here. And I actually have people come and say to me, like if I'm going to paradise and I have to go with this person, spouse like this guy this is not paradise this is not it's not fair and i'm gonna go to paradise means like like this is gonna be like a bad experience um can i switch husbands <laughs> can i switch wives it's not gonna be like that guys when you enter paradise first of all um if we are granted paradise may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gift all of us jannah firdaus ameen rabbil alameen say ameen say ameen for yourself especially if you're fasting okay um you cannot enter Jannah without qalb salim without a pure heart. So to get into Jannah, you have gone through a purification process, which means you're at the level of quality to enter into Jannah. You have gone over the bridge. You have, you know, everything has been set right. You're not coming here with your bad habits. You're not getting there with your, with your, with your disputes. Everyone is purified in that sense. Do you feel me? The same person you have here is not the same person you will be or they will be there. These are the pure versions of yourselves. So subhanAllah, you have to just open your mind a little bit with that one. And in paradise, there's no grudges. There's no ill feelings. Like the fact that your husband always leaves his socks on the floor in real dunya is not going to be a personal problem you have with him in Jannah. You feel me? Like it's not like there are bad adab and akhlaq, our bad manners and character is not carried into Jannah where anyone has ill feelings about each other. And you might work out your problems before paradise or not but either way if you like before the person passes while you're in dunya but like by the time you get to jannah and you've gone through the purification of the grave and and everything else you're not having that problem okay and there is no dissatisfaction in paradise you're not going to look at your spouse and be like that's what i got like there is none of that in paradise just put that in your mind you're going to love your spouse you're going to love whatever allah gave you and you're going to be awed by it whether a spouse that is heavenly or from the dunya whatever it is it is promised you will love him you'll be so happy and something beautiful that the prophet said about the spouse in paradise is that every time a person sees their spouse in paradise it's like they would have seen them for the first time and they were even more beautiful every time so imagine if you look at your husband you know like in dunya when you look at your husband and you keep looking at him. Some people are like, I'm tired of looking at him. He's getting old, right? Our wife, you know, he's getting old. She's getting old. Like, um, you get tired of looking. You get tired of everything becomes mundane. Very, um, what's that like? Like, you're just living day to day. All the spark is gone for when you guys were first in love. No, no, no. It's the 
opposite in Jannah. Every time you look at each other, you are more floored by each other, right? So um, meaning that the part of paradise is just makes your spouse perpetually more attractive, more beautiful, more loving. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grows that interest, that attraction, that bond continues to get stronger and stronger in paradise. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enter us into paradise with our spouses, the most beautiful of spouses and companion with the Prophet peace be upon him. Now, again, if you don't love your current spouse, you don't like your current situation, again, there is no dissatisfaction in Jannah. I just want you to put that in your mind. He promises that every time we see them, they will be more beautiful. The point is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what we will enjoy. He's our creator. He knows what we like. He knows our preferences. It's not like when you're going to get married, you have to tell your parents and you hope they get it right. Like you go and you tell the rishta and you hope she picks the right one for you. You know, those aunties. It, it, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He has a 360 view. He is in your chest hearing you. Like, I don't mean a'udhu billah, like literally, right? He knows your thoughts before they actually come to fruition. Like, he he gets you. He gets me. And he will give us what is enjoyable for us. And there are no restrictions on Allah and what he can do. SubhanAllah. So ladies, today I just started you off on the journey into Jannah. I hope you loved the first part of our window into Jannah. So you can get an idea of all the things waiting for the good uh, believers that actually are striving. So in your fasting today, in your speech, in what you choose to do with your eyes, in what you choose to touch with your hands, and how you choose to emotionally respond to that person who is getting on your nerves I want you to remember this description. Remember there's this place that Allah has made for you that is beyond your wildest imagination of what it could be. And it is waiting for you. And he talks about it in the Quran over and over. I just want to give it to you. Please stop withholding it from yourselves. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the ability to, to meet him in this beautiful place. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us our sins. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to fast easily, to be kind with others easily, and to spend more time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in focus and prayer and closeness with Allah. If you need more help with those things, go back to the previous podcast. You'll get help on that. If you are currently menstruating and you're like, oh, I can't even do those things. We have a podcast previous on that to help you if you're pregnant or you have a medical condition. We... We're trying to give you some really good resources here to help you with this Ramadan journey. We love you for the sake of a lot. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know the very next episode when it's coming out so you can get the notification. You don't want to lose that. Make sure you subscribe now. And my suggestion to you is if you're able to, you might want to download some of these. So when you're tempted to listen to other things that are less enjoyable, a lot of sisters have told me that's really helpful download them so you can save them like on a playlist and you'll just have them right there. You don't have to find it hard to choose the right thing. Let's reduce some of that friction and make these habits easier for us. All right. Don't forget to share the podcast. I will shout out the next person. I'm about to make the announcement now. Inshallah, and I'll see you on the next podcast.
I'm just coming here at the end of the podcast to shout out some sisters like I promised. And if you want to be shouted out on the podcast, please do share our podcast on your Instagram stories, reels, or posts. So I had so many this week submitted. I want to thank you so much, but I just picked three out of like, I don't know how many. So I just wanted to shout out first, Black Muslim TV. Thank you so much for your recommendation on your stories. Um, thank you so much to Morningstar Library. And thank you so much to Ramla Nelfer. Both of you have shared how much our podcast has impacted you or has helped you in some way and we love that you're sharing with other women so that they can get help too the idea is that we're doing these small good deeds to help one another and if we share and they take benefit that goes on our scale so jazakumallahu khairan to those women and to all the other women who shared that i didn't get to mention and i just want to say if you want to get shouted out share it on this week and tag me can't wait to see you in the next podcast assalamu alaikum